Gumbo Nation, what up, what up, what up everyone, welcome to episode 182, you heard that right, episode 182 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo, go rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you listen to Combo's Court, I'll say it again because many are listening, but not everybody is rating and reviewing, man, so go rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you listen to Combo's Court, today's show Kyle Goon of the Orange County Register joins in. Kyle is reporting on the NBA in the bubble, and he joins us here right on Combo's Court. You could find Kyle on Instagram at Kyle Goon. That's K-Y-L-E-G-O-O-N. You know you could find me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Orange County Register. Welcome to Combos Court, man. How you feeling today? Oh, I'm I'm real tired, Andrew. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, Kyle's actually recording this from the bubble. Uh, when you first found out you were going to the bubble, was there reluctance? And what was your initial thoughts? Well, um, it, it was a process because uh, first it was a lot of surprise um, because uh, there are only um, 10 writers here who are not from um, the, the, the league's television partners. So right. I was surprised to get in. Then I was nervous because I had to go talk to my employer and make sure they were going to pay for it. <laughs> and it's massively expensive to be here. And um, just the rest of it was a little panic because you had to make sure that you didn't get COVID. And um, that like it just brought a sudden urgency to I now have this job to do, and it's imperative that I, I don't catch the disease. Not that anyone wants to, but I think when you're out in the world, you like. I, for me, I'm I'm 32, um, in pretty good health, and I think I had found sort of this acceptance point of if I get it, I get it. Like I'll take the precautions, I'll wear my mask, I'll I'll wash my hands, but if I get it, I'll deal with it then. And then all of a sudden, it was like oh man, I, I cannot get this. Like I, I could miss out on a huge opportunity to, to, to kind of chase my livelihood again and, and be a part of, um, you know, this very singular event that is like, that I can easily say is like nothing I've ever experienced or I think a lot of us have ever experienced. I'm sure it's easy for somebody to say who's not, who's not actually going into the bubble. Like, just go, man. It's, you know, it, it's a one-time thing. It might not ever happen again. <laughs> But then when you yourself is actually the one going, you know, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's, it's three months of your life. And, and to, I mean, I had to, I found out that I'd been accepted on a Saturday and I had to leave the following Saturday. You know what I mean? It was, it was a week to get ready and, right. and a week to kind of set up, okay, what's going to happen to my apartment? What's going to happen with my girlfriend? Like what's, what's going to happen um, with sort of my mail and my car and, and all of that and it's leaving all of that behind. And then 
what a lot of players are dealing with now um, is, you know, stuff happens. Life happens outside the bubble. And right. Zion Williamson leave for a family emergency, Montrezl Harrell, Pat Beverly, and they all say, you know, that they're going to come back and and hopefully rejoin the teams. But you just don't know because some of that is out of your control. Some of that is, are you exposed? Are you, are you going to test well on the right day? Is is, is just going to stretch out longer if you come up with a positive test and it's, it's just really tough because stuff happens. And I had a, I was talking to somebody um, who is not a player and not a coach, but is in the bubble for a long time and said their best friend died on Monday. You know what oh, I mean? Oh man. And, and you're not going to leave for that. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's really tough. And I know we're all experiencing some form of that because we can't, um, you know, see people who don't live near us as freely as we want to anymore. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge, it is a huge sacrifice to, to give up. Uh, and I'm going to be here till the end, give up three months of your life to, to go do this and, and give up sort of the real world for that length of time. So you're all the way in three months. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well. I, yeah, it's really waving in on, it, 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 it's coming <laughs> in. It's I'm like, Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's happening. And, and every day is really busy. Yeah, well, thoughts to everybody who's uh, dealing with those personal problems and to those who left the bubble as well. Um, how has the actual experience differed from the expectations uh, when we're talking about the bubble? Uh, yeah, one thing I thought was that the bubble would be sort of a ghost town. Um, and when I say that, I'm thinking, okay, each NBA team can only bring 35 people. That's about half of what they might bring on a regular road trip. Right. And, um, you know, it's going to be skeleton staff or all this, all this stuff. Um, and only 10 media members can come or not with television partners, but it is, there is an army of people here. There's, you know, people setting up and, and doing technical stuff for TV. There's people who are ball boys and team attendants, um, people cleaning, obviously people cooking, people doing the hotel service. Uh, like there is a huge infrastructure here that when I first came, I was like, all right, doing the math, like let's say there's going to be a thousand people here. Um, and I would guess it's got to be at least closer to 2000 um, just based on what I've seen milling around from place to place. And, and that's just such a combination of um, league employees, people who are working for the league and then helping out. I mean, so much of this has to be cleaned and that's a huge part of everything, right? Like that's like testers are here. Like there, it is a huge monumental logistical effort that I did not really expect based on living in a world for, for four months where the primary principle was, all right, people can't get together. It's just, it's very disorienting and weird. Do you feel like you're in a movie? <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if you saw the movie from my perspective. It would be a very interesting movie. <laughs> I, I type a lot. But, maybe a um, book. Maybe a book should be coming, Kyle. Maybe a book. Oh yeah. I, I, well, I think a lot of us are taking notes, uh, and the idea that there's going to be a book about this. Um, but right. It is just a very weird experience, and you're everyone's kind of figuring it out. Um, you know, I'm I'm am very impressed at how much is done already and how 
I mean, I don't know if you watched the scrimmage on TV today. I don't really know how it looked. Um, watched a little bit. It looked it, the background looked very video gameish, and uh, uh, I was happy to see Bobo play well. That was yeah. my biggest takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, what a wild lineup they played. Um, right, and Jokic makes it look easy out there as usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was at the other scrimmage, and then I saw Denver starting lineup, and I was like, oh man. Maybe I got to the wrong one. I was, <laughs> I was like a seven foot average starting lineup or something like that. Like six foot 11 uh, average starting lineup. That's wild. For sure. I mean, a big topic of conversation has been the food. Well, let me get this straight first. You're in the bubble the whole time. Cause I, from what I understand, some media members are in and out, right? Um, yeah. So there's supposed to be like a switch for a lot of people who are here. Okay. Um, and just sort of a, a point where you can be replaced by someone else from your outlet. Um, but, you know, we don't really know that's a for sure thing. I mean, none of this we know, none of what's been laid out for the next month is a for sure thing because, you know, uh, no one can, can guarantee what's happening with COVID, especially in the, the central California or I mean, central Florida area. And, and no one really knows what will play out here. So, I mean, even stuff like, Hey, players are supposed to bring family around September 1st. That's supposed to be the big second entry date. Well, no one can guarantee that's happening. No one, right. like, no one can say for sure. Yeah. Like we can, like if people start testing positive or if there's like a, a sudden influx of cases in certain areas where players have family, like they might not be allowed in. Right. I mean, they might like, there is, it's really interesting and I just want to emphasize something for people listening because I think a lot of people interpreted the, the zero, zero new tests, zero new player tests right. of coronavirus. A lot of people interpret it as like the end of creating the bubble. And that's right. just not true. Like that is the beginning of creating the bubble. Like that's a really good sign. And then it's just, you it's like taking a test every day i mean it is literally taking a test every day because we're tested every day and you got to score that that perfect score every day like yeah for the next three months like it's just it's not over it's it ha has barely begun because people are coming in and out of the bubble right people yeah. are coming in and out and they're un under quarantine to try and you know eradicate the virus but then there are also people like around like not not really in the bubble but around it who are not tested at the same rate and you know people make choices they 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 maybe make mistakes and we, we've already had some players make some mistakes um about breaking quarantine um and so i mean things happen it's just it's just a, a test that the nba has to ace over and over again kyle um for the media members how is the food uh is it the same as the players? Can you guys work out? Is there a nice gym? Talk to me. What are your biggest takeaways <laughs> from, you know, the amenities, if you will? I, th I think it's wild that people want to know so much about the food. <laughs> like, right. It is I, like, I, I, that is like, I get that. It, that is a topic of fascination, but I mean, it is like hotel food and that's, okay. that's fine. And, and like, honestly, like recently, I've had some stuff that I really like since getting out of quarantine. Like quarantine was weird because 
and, and I understand that fascination because when I was in quarantine, they delivered three times a day. You cannot leave your room. Right. And what, what you would think would happen is, all right, like we, we send you, you know, uh, a muffin and a banana and an orange juice for, for breakfast. What they actually would do is send you a muffin, a banana, uh, eggs, a breakfast burrito, bacon, potatoes, um, some, some cut up apples, a milk, uh, <laughs> a Starbucks, you know, right. it was like three meals in one because the idea was, all right, you just pick something and you know, you'll like some element of all the things we're sending you. And what actually happened was I would just try and stock up in my fridge. And this is like, you know, a tiny, tiny half size college dorm room size fridge. And I would like have like four or five salads in there. You got some hacks. You got some like, Disney bubble hacks going. On. Yeah. I got, I have like <laughs> all this cut up fruit. I have like these eggs. I have these sandwiches that I couldn't, you know, it can't like my dinner came with like another sandwich, just a, an extra sandwich that I was okay. like, okay, I'll save it in the, the fridge, but the fridge filled up. So I would just have to throw out stuff out every day. It was insane. It could not keep up with the food. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's pretty normal to just grab and go food. The, we have a gym. We actually have a pool, which is a nice thing, but nice. I haven't been able to use it in two days because uh, we've been so busy. So, How's the gym? How's the gym? It's okay. I actually haven't used the gym. I've worked okay. out in my room. I'm not, I mean, there are people working out in there and I'm not sure I'm ready for sort of the group gym setting, but it, yeah, right. it, it's not bad. It's, it's small, but I've heard uh, some, somebody came from the other side of the resort where, you know, there are other NBA staff um, and, and some players staying there and said, Oh, your gym's nicer than our gym. So, Hey, maybe we got one up on them. Interesting, man. You know, I mean, it's all interesting stuff. You know, it's all interesting stuff. Um, in general, have the players came back in shape? Yeah. Um, what I would say is, I don't, I don't know if that they're in much different shape than they were before. Um, really? Okay. I mean, a lot, a, a lot of them. Um, and you know, like guys like LeBron have oh, yeah. their own right. stuff. Um, yeah. Like he can go pretty much wherever he wants, and he has any equipment he wants. Then there's like guys further down the chain who have to be a little more creative. So where it doesn't translate is. But when there's a will, there's a way. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. Right? So a lot of the guys look in shape. Um, You know, LeBron looks kind of lean to me. I mean, uh, I'm kind of going off of a gut a little bit rather than comparing slides or anything, but he he looks a little leaner. Um, And um, I'm interested to see, yeah, I think they're in shape. It's just, how does that translate to basketball? So from my vantage point, the games today looked very, uh, from my point of view, the background looked very video game-ish. What did you take away from the games from your vantage point? Um, look, I mean, I think sometimes we underestimate how much professional sports are a television product. and and like this makes it clear, right? Like this is just, this is for TV. Um, and from a business standpoint, for sure. From a business standpoint, but like watching these games live, like is, is can be tough in the sense of like the, the, the audience accentuates dramatic moments, right? 
right. the audience is there and they're like when somebody gets a wild dunk everyone stands up it's like oh like right. won't stop cheering the coach the opposing coach has to call a timeout like all this stuff like that's really compelled a lot by the crowd and that just won't exist in in these games and it was just weird because they were playing music i don't know like that one of the interesting things about this is i don't actually know what you're hearing at home i don't know if it is the same as what we are watching because there's going to be an editing process of some kind i believe um whether it's sound or whether it's graphics or like i believe like what we see live is not going to be exactly what you guys see um so i don't actually know but like they were playing music like they normally do on possessions and it's just like there's no like there's no it, it just feels kind of like listening to just like an orchestra but only a track of one instrument right like it's just oh this is kind of weird and, and it's like it feels like a practice um with music in many ways like and the basketball i think was good right um and in my game i mean i thought lou williams was on fire and pg and Kawhi had a couple good moments and and like the basketball is good and competitive um it, it's hard to make it rise to that same level and i think you're going to see that one in like big highlight reel like house of highlights type type plays where the audience is not going to accentuate those moments somebody gets a big dunk and it'll just be like it, it won't be the same right and then at the end of games when it's close and we think of those big like playoff moments playoff possessions big shots like everything slows down everything's half court i, I, I wonder if it will carry the same way without fans and and that was my biggest observation um from from watching a game yesterday or for today whatever day it is who knows <laughs> who knows right who knows is there a team or players that you think will benefit from this format um you know i i, I don't know uh, and and the way i've been thinking of it without evidence is just this affects everyone pretty much the same um okay, aside yeah. from like inju injuries and like injuries and, and guys missing like we know those players we know those teams are in bad shape like we know the sacramento kings are in bad shape right we know the brooklyn right. nets are in bad shape right uh, aside from that like i mean everybody's kind of experiencing the same things and like you know it, we don't know it's gonna like older players are, are they gonna have a tougher time getting back to rhythm younger players are they gonna be more distracted like we just don't know any of that the, yeah the interesting thing about uh, younger and more less experienced players is they might not be as much of a disadvantage as they would be if the finals were in front of an audience you know right right if they're standing in front of you know the golden state fans or the toronto raptors right fans, like isn't that like more intense and intimidating but then also like you know oh well isn't it harder for those guys to kind of summon emotion at the end of games and and think on that like who knows right yeah, who knows like, yeah we're not going to know until it actually plays out and and everything until then is us just guessing um so i i, I don't know i mean i think the healthiest teams I, I i think some teams clearly got an advantage in that they weren't healthy before this started and and the clippers probably benefited even though they're missing some guys right now 
uh, the Portland Trailblazers probably got a big benefit in that yeah, one. So definitely. that's kind of what I look at as the Sixers. Team, yeah, yeah. The Sixers. Some teams had some time to get their their health together, and to me, that is the, actually the biggest advantage that you can get in the bubble is just having the key players on your team ready to go. Yeah, I do think there is a chance that an unexpected team could win it all in this. Like, cause, and I got even more of that feeling watching the scrimmage a little bit. Like, this mm-hmm. is just totally different. Uh, well, I, did, I mean, again, I didn't watch the scrimmage you watched. I watched the Clippers, and my takeaway was, oh, Clippers are still pretty good, even without <laughs> Montrez and, and Lou. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've just you, mean, you, mean in as, pa- you mean in Pat? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They had Lou. I'm right. My apologies. But they had, they had Pat Beverly. Right. And two key players of the team. And guess what? Like, if you have Kawhi and PG, you're pretty darn good. Like, you're, you're pretty good. And, and that's going to be true in a big game, but that's also going to be true in this environment where, um, you know, it's really just team versus team. It's in, like, one sense, it's, like, the purest form of the game because it's kind of, like, all basketball. Um, but it, it is like it is really interesting. I am I'm interested to learn. I'm not saying that none of these things are going to affect teams, but yeah, like we're about to learn what actually affects teams. Definitely, definitely. Uh, thoughts to Pat. Uh, thoughts to Pat for sure, and hopefully everything's good with him. Hit them losing Pat would be a huge blow. That would be even a bigger blow than the Lakers losing Avery. Um, yeah. I think. And I think so too. I, yeah, and uh, I think the Lakers are going to win it all. Even though I say there's more of a chance um, for something unexpected to happen, I do think the Lakers would are going to win it all. It's, it's, I, I, I can't say. I mean, I'm, I think – I just generally think the teams that we, we thought at the time the suspension were the best are still the best. Like, I, I just believe, like, especially in this environment, like one of my guesses, I'll acknowledge it's a guess, is that – I just think talent is, is going to be the most important thing right. in the bubble in general. And and LeBron had some great games before the hiatus ended and where he looked very in control of especially half-court offense against Giannis and, and Kawhi, and especially against Giannis. I thought the Lakers kind of took apart the, the Bucks in the fourth quarter of their game. Um, and And it had everything to do with LeBron kind of commanding um the offense so if those dynamics still exist when these teams are meeting up i I really think talent maybe even more than other times will win out i think the the two biggest factors are are you going to get hit with injuries or covid and then talent yeah i mean you were there live on the broadcasts on well on some of them at least they had some like zoom thing going on which uh, mm-hmm. is it's kind of strange because I mean when we watch regular games we don't see the the lot the guy who's doing the play by play we we never we don't see his face during the game we might see him at halftime um, mm-hmm. but anyway I say that to ask you this what do you think the effect of the zoomification of this country will have on sports media um, that's tough it, it's really tough and to be honest with you um, it's one reason why I'm glad I'm here. Um, because faces are just more relatable, right? Like faces yeah. are just like, if somebody with is like standing in front of you and asks you a question, it feels more personal than somebody like the players don't even see 
in this format, the players don't even see who's asking questions over Zoom. The players oh, see wow. a, a video board of themselves, and then a voice comes up over at and asks them a question. And that's just hard to connect. Like the the point of the media really is to just connect us to to these people, right? And and the dynamic has changed, and that's you know understandable, normal, whatever. Um, but it's it's hard when you feel like you know you want to tell stories about these athletes and and these these figures who make a lot of money and who are you know well well or widely discussed and and no, normally well liked. You want to tell personal stories about them, and you just lack that ability to kind of relate to them in that way because they can't see your face. Um, even wearing masks, I mean, they can't see half of your face. And I think that matters too. Um, so I think sports media is, is faces a really tough deal in the next couple of years or however long this is going to last. Uh, Cause obviously media in general has economic issues and, and sports media is really dependent on, on forming those relationships that a lot of times just get made in person and, Locker rooms are closed right now, and I don't know. I, I can't tell you anytime soon that they're going to be open again. Yep. Kyle, uh, great stuff. Good luck. Let the listeners know where they could find you on social media and everywhere else. Yeah, I'm on uh, at, just my name, at Kyle Goon, on Twitter and on Instagram, at Kyle Goon. I'm at the OC Register, doing newspaper stuff, doing newsletter that's totally free called Bubble Dribble. and. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun, uh, but it will be a marathon for sure. Definitely a marathon. Uh, good luck with everything. Maybe we'll get you back on as we get more into this. Uh, Kyle, it was great having you on. Great conversation. Talk soon. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate Any, it, man. Anytime. Talk soon. Thank you to everyone who listens to Combo's Court across the globe. And big shouts to Kyle for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation, go rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you listen to Combo's Court. I'll say it again because it's really important. Combo Nation, go rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Also, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your IG stories, tag me at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. I'll repost it. Be on the lookout for episode 183. Combo out.